Peace, peace, family, peace and black power. Uh, so this is my first official podcast uh, episode or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I really want to set the tone uh, for what I'm going to be mainly talking about. Because as I stated, you know, in my intro, I'm not going to be only talking about, you know, issues that plague the black community. But that is going to be a primary target, you know, uh, as far as, you know, the concepts I'm going to be speaking about. Uh, this specific uh, concept is gonna be about us being uh, about us being race first. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a very very important thing, and a lot of us don't realize how important it is for us to identify with our race before we identify with anything else. Um, I made a lot of points. You know, I actually wrote this shit down on a um, notepad and stuff, so I can kind of. Uh, Go go into detail with it and explain uh, the necessity and the, uh, the need for us to really uh, be race first. So um, the first thing I want to discuss, and this is uh, I, I seen this interview with Dr. Umar Johnson, and I never really understood or I never really uh, felt that on a spiritual level until I started to see the self hatred unfold in our community. But he was saying that um, when he first came out, he was unapologetically African. And, you know, people started to change it to unapologetically black. And now I understand um, the need for us to be called by our labels, be called by our true identity, which is African. So I'm going to give you a prime example. There was a video, you know what I'm saying, that, that kind of uh, surfaced, I want to say like a week ago or a few days ago. Um, but this, it was a cracker, a peck of wood. You know what I'm saying? This dude is clearly white. Um he probably was a uh, Hispanic by culture or whatever the case may be, but because I'm a race first uh, minded type of person, I look at your race rather than like the culture that you was raised in because like I know a cracker when I see one, you know what I'm saying? So this dude was being uh, uh, tried uh, for being racist and his whole, his counter argument was because he had one drop of black blood in him that he was considered black, therefore he could not be racist. And this was the funniest shit ever to me. Now, first of all, we all know the one drop rule is bullshit. The one drop rule was created during slavery. Um, you know, when the, when the uh, slaves and the, and, the, and the slave masters was intermingling or, or more, more than likely the slave master was raping the slaves. You know, and they the, the white white people didn't want to claim the offspring of their union. And so they said that anytime you have a drop of black blood in you, you are considered uh, black. That is where the one drop rule comes from. You cannot find any older sources or evidence of their of a society or civilization ever going by the one drop rule before slavery. That is straight out of slavery. And we need to get rid of that shit. It's outdated and it's false. There is no scientific, biological, genealogy. There's nothing to support the one drop rule. Let's, let's make that understood. Now, um, as far as us identifying specifically with um, being African, there is no white Africans. There is no Hispanic Africans. There is no Asian Africans. When you say African, everybody knows exactly what you mean and who you're referring to. 
This is why we need to identify with our race first. You'll hear me, you'll hear me, you know, periodically say I'm black, I'm black first, I'm unapologetically black, but that's only because for for uh for me, black is synonymous with you know African. But I know for a fact that my race is not black, my race is African. So with that being said, uh I just gave you a prime example of how, you know, a cracker uh appropriated the black title to use it to his advantage. You will never hear a white person call themselves African because they know damn well you can't appropriate African. African comes with with uh, 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 the, the criteria for being African comes with a lot of things. It's not just about the one drop rule. It's not just about having that blood in you. So that's one reason why I feel like we shouldn't, uh, why we should identify with African over black because black can be in a, black can be appropriated and it could be depending on the um on where you live at in the world you know the the rules of blackness can be changed for example in africa and i've been told this by many african people so i don't want y'all to say oh you never been to africa so you can't say that i've been i've talked to many africans from the continent either in america or that still live in the continent or travel there periodically if you're mixed in Africa, they're going to call you white. You're going to be labeled as a white person if you're mixed in Africa. But in America, if you mix with black, then they call you black. So I don't like the title black because it could be appropriated. And depending on where you stay at, the rules can change. The rules of blackness can be, uh, you know what I'm saying, used to benefit whoever is making their argument. Now, um... Another point I want to make is that black people in America specifically, or and I'm not talking about, I'm not saying that we are the only people that are being mentally uh, oppressed by religion, but I can only speak for, you know, the people in America because I've never been to the UK or Europe or anything like that, or even Africa. So I can't tell you how our people are mentally there when it comes to religion. But in America, a lot of our people who claim to be woke, who claim to be conscious, who claim to be for the advancement of black people or African people identify with their religion before they identify with their race first. And that is a problem as well, because we all know that religion is not, uh, it does not belong to one specific race. There's any race can claim to be a Muslim or a Christian. And, um, if y'all for, for prime example, um, a lot of y'all know who Louis Farrakhan is. Not a fan, let me say that. In the interview, um, I want to say the Donahue interview, uh, a white person asked him, I understand that you are, you know, a race-first type of uh, brother, but if I was a Muslim, would you call me your brother? And Farrakhan stated to him, yes, I would call you my brother if, you know, you believed in the same religion and followed the same laws and guidelines and rules that I follow according to the Quran. So that again creates, uh, um, there is no specific race that, you know, uh, or, you know, there's no specific religion that belongs to a specific race. And we're about advancing the black race. We're not trying to advance nobody else but the black race. Let me make that clear. Like, I know y'all gonna say, people of color i don't believe in that shit i don't believe in none of this other shit i'm a race first african people first 
I am not concerned with no other collective of people but the African race. So if we are the most oppressed group, why am I focusing my attention and my concerns with other people? They have people of their race focusing, excuse me, focusing on the concerns and the problems in their community. And you have brothers like me who focusing on the problems and concerns in our community. So that's another reason why when we identify with African first, you could never and you should never put your religion before your race. Because before we was Christians and Muslims, we was African. When you came out your mother's womb, you was not no motherfucking Muslim and you was not no Christian. Period. You wasn't no Jew. You wasn't none of that shit. Before you was anything. Matter of fact, when you was in your mama womb, you was already African. You was already African. Before you was born, you was African. When the, when the, when the uh, uh, egg... Went into the, uh, sorry, when the sperm went into the egg and exploded and you were, you know what I'm saying, essentially created, you were already African. You didn't have no religion. So with that being said, religion should always come first, always. You know, um, being African, it'll solve a lot of problems in our community that we deal with on the daily Prime example, a lot of people say we don't have culture, which is false because a lot of our culture is nothing. It's either it's either degenerate American or de degenerate black American culture or it's African culture that's been uh, um, Americanized. I'll say that, you know, um, we don't speak our original tongue. They stripped us of our original tongue during slavery. We don't have any uh specific language that we uh adhere to besides ebonics and ebonics again was created during slavery to renege against speaking that uh correct proper english language so we don't have our own language if we were to identify with african embrace it we would have access to our own language our own culture our own heritage you know what i'm saying we would have a sense of identity you know if you ask 10 black dudes <sighs> In the hood or in the community, wherever you want to call it, if you ask 10 black men, what do they identify with? You're going to get 10 different answers. If you ask 10 white dudes, what do they identify with? I guarantee you it won't be 10 different things. They'll either say white, European, Irish. White people are well aware of their heritage or rather their, you know, uh, their racial um, identity. Black people, we Jews, we Moors. We Hebrew Israelites, uh, you know, we Aboriginal, uh, and they got these these new idiots called the ADOS, and we're gonna touch on them as well. Uh, you gonna you gonna you can name ten different things, you know, within those ten those ten black men that they gonna identify with, and you ask a cracker, and he gonna give you uh, pretty much a, a, a synonymous answer within those ten white men. So. Af being African and identifying with African gives us a sense of culture, language, heritage, and identity. Also, um, a lot of people say, why do I attack religion if religion keeps, um, you know, our people in check or keeps us living like uh, civilized human beings? But my question is, um, 
without that religion, would you be uncivilized? If you need religion to be civilized, then you are naturally a savage, you know. Excuse me. So people say, okay, um, how can you tell people to strip themselves of their religion and not give them a sense of direction? I have a sense of direction. African people are, are spiritual beings. There are, and I can't give you the exact, exact amount number, there are over 100 plus different spiritual systems within Africa that a black person in America can uh, learn about and, and study and uh, practice. Because if we being honest, and I hope that's the case here, we was, like I said, we wasn't born Christians. We was not born Muslims. We had to learn it. We had to study the book and we had to practice it. So we can learn our spirit, African spiritual systems. We can read the books. We can get the teachings from the people and we can practice our spiritual systems from Africa if we choose to, period. So we don't need religion. You know what I'm saying? We have African spiritual systems that come with being African, point blank, period. Malcolm told you to leave your damn religion at home. Malcolm told you that. Garvey, there's a lot of speculation, and I ain't gonna say speculation, I'm gonna say this. From what I know, from what I've studied, Marcus Garvey was considered a Catholic. And a lot of people like to use that as an excuse to say why they should still be able to practice their religion without being crucified. And I asked him this simple question. <clears throat> Name me one Catholic quote that, Af uh, that Marcus Garvey taught our people. Name me one. Nobody can name me one because Garvey did not teach Catholic quotes because he was race first. So regardless of whether or not he was Catholic or not, Garvey was clear, cut, and concise about who he was and what he identified with. He was African first, period. Um, and even, even down to... There's a lot of tribalism <clears throat> within the black community or within the uh, African diaspora. And um, it's understandable because African people aren't monolithic. Let me make that clear. I'm not saying that we should identify as African and not be able to identify with our own specific tribes or, um, or cultures. What I'm saying is a Trinidadian or, or Bahamian should be able to link with a person from Sierra Leone or to be able to uh, link and build with that person off the strength of them both being African, period. But there's this tribalistic mentality that we have, uh, that we played with, that white people used to, to, to divide us when they was colonizing Africa. So <clears throat> Garvey was a Jamaican. Garvey is Jamaican. He's from Jamaica. Let's get that understood. But Garvey did not teach African people to identify with their tribes or their, uh, uh, or their, you know, um, <clears throat> with their, you know, like I said, Garvey never taught us to identify uh, with our religion or um, our tribe, period. He was African and he was hell bent on letting other people know who were tribalistic by nature. Um, that we are African first before we anything. One thing I will say, you know, is um, a lot of black people here, I'm going to speak on the ADOS and the FBA, 
ADOS is a descendant of a slave, and FBA is uh, foundational black Americans, which are both bullshit terms. But um, if you notice, both of those terms say nothing about their connection to Africa. Like I told you before, blackness is appropriated and it is defined by the dominant society. So if white people say that, you know, being mixed with black makes you black and they're the dominant uh, society, then that's what will be known and will be believed. Um, And the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, being like, like mulattoes, for example, um, like I say, in Africa, if you're a mulatto, you're considered white, you know, that's, but the dominant society, uh, more so as far as the, uh, psyche of black people, uh, or a psyche of African people in Africa <clears throat> are not so much, uh, conditioned in a sense of, uh, race that we are in America. So they recognize and see that if you're mixed, then you're not African, you know. And we here in America say if you mix with black, then, you know, you're uh, black. And that's why uh, black is a very, very uh, tricky term to identify with. Um, even the term, uh, like the, like the, the little group ADOS, um, they have totally disconnected themselves from Africa. And they would rather be slaves, they would rather be descendants of slaves rather than be descendants of Africans. Um, if anybody knows African history, they would know that to purposely disconnect yourself from Africa, knowing the greatness of our race and what we've done through our history, is uh, it's like you know trading in a dollar for a hundred dollar bill. You know, you, you're trading in uh, being a slave, a descendant of a slave. Uh, rather than being descendant of an African. And it's funny because the slave that you claim to be a descendant of knew they were African. During slavery, we never forgot we was African. You know, we still use the African. You know that the first thing they did when they got the slaves in America over here is they banned the African drum because the African drum is what, is, it, it, it was soul music to the African race. It's what gave us motivation and fire in our souls. They banned the African drum, but yet and still, we use that periodically. You know, catching the Holy Ghost is Afri- is a is a manifestation of African spirituality. When you see black people in churches running around, clowns in a circus, that is manifestation of African spirituality. If you guys ever seen. Um, uh, um, a, a, a video about uh, of an African person being in a trance, you would see uh, the the similarities between a black person catching the Holy Ghost and an African person in a trance. It's it's not even like hard to see. Uh, catching the Holy Ghost is a manifestation of African spirituality. That's how I know we are African people. Um. So basically, we now start to identify now with black American. Now, black American is also tricky because now 
you know, uh, we originally were African-Americans. And of course, that's a false term because you can't be two different continents or two different countries. You can't be African and American because it's two different places. So with that being said, um, that was a term created during the 80s, I believe, uh, by Jesse Jackson. You know, um, it was an attempt to give us an identity, but also, you know, uh, realize our, you know, true identity, which is African. And there's a reason why we never really um, coined the term or, or accepted the term in amongst our community. Of course, other races, you know, <clears throat> called us African-American and they still do to this day. But African-American wasn't necessarily a, a widely accepted term in the black community um, for many reasons. But now that uh, we've gotten past African-American because we've totally disconnected ourselves from Africa, now you have terms like black American. And like I told you, a mulatto can be black American. And that's dangerous because a mulatto is not African, first of all. And second of all, <clears throat> if you identify with black American, you're simply saying that whatever the dominant society identifies uh, or defines as black, that's what you are, and then you're American. Now, I will never identify with American whether I got a, a, a passport or not, or a citizenship or not. I will never identify with American. I am not American. <clears throat> I am race first. So with that being said, uh, at, at, at this point, with us identifying with black American, essentially we have no identity. Black American is no identity. There is nothing that connects us to our heritage being black American, nothing. Because black is uh, defined by the dominant society and even American, you know what I'm saying, is a very toxic and um, a word I don't even feel black people should be using because what has America ever done for black people in a positive light? You know, what has America ever done for black people for us to want to identify with being American? Nothing. And that's why um, earlier I was talking about ADOS. They don't see themselves as African anymore. So they identify with black or black American, you know, or a descendant of a slave. When you forget that you are an African, excuse me, when you forget that you're African, you start to identify with what you know best. We are not taught African history and we are not... Um, we are not told that we are African people. We are constantly being disconnected from the motherland. And that's dangerous because, once again, now that we're creating terms and titles and labels and identities that not only disconnect us from Africa, but now we are taking pride in being a descendant of a slave. And there is nothing positive about being a fucking descendant of a slave. If somebody can explain to me how it's better to be a descendant of a fucking slave rather than be a descendant of an African, an African who built the pyramids, who mapped the globe, who, who even mapped the damn star system. Like, if you are comparing a slave to that African, you are foolish and you are ignorant of African history, point blank, period. Um, the next thing.
<sighs> this is very, very frustrating for me because it's like the more that we disconnect ourselves from Africa, the crazier we get, you know, being African is everything. Having an identity is everything. It gives us a sense of language, culture, heritage, et cetera, et cetera. All a, a, a spiritual system. It gives us connections to the things that we need to survive. You know, we are a people of of spirit, of spirituality, and a people of rhythm and soul and spirit. We need a spiritual system to, you know, what I'm saying, as a, as a as a part of our identity. African people are not atheists by nature. There is no African atheist. We always believe in a higher power, a divine essence, uh, whatever you want to call it. Not not the most high, not a sky daddy, not an imaginary peck of wood in the sky. I mean a spiritual system, a, a, a spiritual, not even say being, a spiritual essence that we know is bigger than us. We be, we, we believe in that. As African people, you know, and the further away we get from our culture and our identity as a race of people or as a race of Africans, that's the more insane we become. We're literally in an asylum. And the only way to survive is to go crazy, you know, uh, because if you remain sane in an asylum, that means that you're insane if y'all understand what i'm saying like if you are truly a sane thinking person you have no business being in an asylum and if at some point in time you become sane this behavior that exhibited that's exhibited every day becomes normal to you then you've become insane you've become uh integrated into an asylum into an asylum type of uh mentality and uh society so with that being said the more we identify with american and integrate ourselves into american principles and cultures and, and and ways of life we become insane you know we there is a there is a necessity for us to identify with african point blank period because nobody else can identify with african nobody else can appropriate african because when you think about African, there's a distinct physical features that come with that. There's a distinct uh, uh, um, genetic type of um, understanding that comes with being African because we know that you get your physical features from your DNA. And if your DNA is African, you're going to have, uh, quote unquote, you know, rather larger features. You're going to have, you know, darker skin, et cetera, et cetera. So with that being said... You know, there is a dire need in the community, in the black community, for us to identify with our true identity, which is African. You know what I'm saying? We need that in the worst way. Point blank, period. Peace and black power.